Hi, and welcome to Funny Minds. And uh, I am your host, Lynn B., and I have my co-host, Eddie, to my right. And today we have Bethany Bosworth, and Bethany is an adorable young lady who is a senior in high school down here in Florida. She is um, going to be going to MIT, and from MIT, she's going to be working for Elon Musk, and she's going to explain all of that to you. Also, Bethany was the director for her school play and has been dealing in drama with her school for some time, and we say drama in two different categories, and she'll let you know about that. So, hello, Bethany, and welcome to our show. Hi. Okay, why don't you tell us all about you? So, um, you know, my main aspiration right now is I want to be a medical engineer, and I want to work with aesthetics. So, um, you know, I've been at MIT, I've been getting that decision back in December, and it's like, I, I think I'll get it, but I won't know for sure. Until well, then. I'm going to place a phone call. <laughs> He's going to place a phone call. My people are going to talk to their people, and we'll, you know, if we have to, we'll go Jersey and we'll call Moose and Rocco. <laughs> if we have to. Yeah. Hooked up there. <laughs> um, uh, major in medical engineering, biomedical engineering there. And then after that, um, you know, I'm thinking about what people like maybe doing is with Elon Musk. Um, and they have kind of like this brain chip that basically connects your brain in that way, kind of bind and machine you them together. So one of the big things is you know, paralysis. It can help with a lot of neurological things, like if you have sinus, if you're in the ear, and things like that. Um, but me specifically, I want to work with the amputation and prosthetics. So, the neural prosthetics, which effectively function as a replacement for lost limbs. So, if I was to lose my arm, a neural prosthetic would replace it, and I would have a sense of touch, sense of pain, I'd be able to move it. Um, you wouldn't have to learn how to use the prosthetic because a lot of the time, if you have a prosthetic for an arm, for example, the muscle that control it, it would be like in your chest. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of time to use that, but the neural prosthetic is not necessary. So basically, you can um, turn people into robots. Exactly, like cyborgs. Yeah, really, cyborgs, yeah. But it isn't. But, I, I mean, it's incredible. Um, you know, the forethought. I mean, when you start with that thought process to where it is now, that it's, it's an area of study, an area of interest for younger people coming up that want dive into that when even just five years ago I know and, and they always used to say art imitates life and you know they've made so many movies in the past and you look at those movies and say oh my god that could never happen in our lifetime and then look and you're sitting here and you're telling us that you know people who had so many problems like losing a hand and saying gee you know I have the feeling, uh, or I I think, you know, that there's something there, but I don't feel anything there. Oh, like, and I like have phantom, phantom pain, you know, and you're telling us that that's not going to happen anymore. This this type of medicine or... It's an oh, area of study, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's not science. Medicine, it's a science. science yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily technology that exists right now, mm-hmm. but I firmly think that it's possible, and I also think that born at the right time, so to speak. I think, you know, um, it's very cutting-edge um, stuff that the MIT Biomedical School has been doing, which is one of their research groups. It's really amazing. Uh, the big, like, I guess, struggle with it, you could say, is just getting that connection to the biological system and actually 
prosthetic exists, the person exists, but wiring it together and making it work that's always going to be the biggest challenge. So all of these all of these sensory feelings come from the brain, right? Is the spinal cord involved, or that would be involved if it was some other type of area? Well, I mean, if, um, all of your like neurological signals, I mean, not all of them, but the vast majority get sent into the spinal cord, and then that brings it up to the brain. So, yes, okay. the spinal cord is there. So that's going to be, that would be an area that they would have to research also, because that's kind of a, a very specific area where a lot of people don't want to touch the spine too often different things, but I do know that, um, and my daughter's going to get this, someone else did, they implanted, because she has a lot of pain in her foot, and they did an outside, they put something on the outside which triggered, every time she had pain, it triggered something to her brain which eased the pain. So since it worked, then she will, once it's approved, she will have it embedded inside. So that's kind of like a beginning, a start to what you really want to do in the future, which is way beyond. You know, I mean, that's very simple, but what you want to do is way beyond that faction. Yeah. And I'm not familiar with that specific piece of technology, but that mm-hmm. does sound absolutely incredible. Um, I, again, I don't know exactly how it works, but I imagine that it's about sending kind of that kind of input signal to the brain. That sounds absolutely incredible. I'm it, about that. it is. And um, when I was working, my general manager, his wife had a lot of problems with her back. And she had something similar. And But she went through many, many back surgeries before uh, someone in Columbia suggested this. And I haven't seen him in several years. So I don't really know how she's doing. You know, I know in the beginning it was supposed to be okay. How it's progressed, I really don't know. And the same with my daughter. There's no guarantees. Like, just because it worked with the uh, the demo product doesn't mean that once they embed it, that down the road is, you know, is this something that you are going to have to every couple of years replace, you know, or, or tweak or whatever. I don't know. So, um, yeah. It's hard to even comment on that because it doesn't even exist yet. But that's, yeah. you know, there's going to be a lot to it. What, um... What started that process with you to to gain such interest that you're? I mean, it, well, let's be honest. Not everybody goes to MIT. Not, not everybody even thinks about going to MIT. But not only did you decide on that, but this area of study. Like, what what got that process started? Um. Well, uh, if I can be honest with you, it actually started with a video game I played when I was in like eighth grade. Oh, um, wow. Or maybe it's seventh grade, but it was this Spider-Man video game where they kind of had that technology um, already come to fruition and existing, um, which was the Spider-Man PS4 video game. But then kind of after seeing that, I started, I saw it, I was like, that's really interesting. I started reading about it. Um, and then what really, really got me going was reading about both the link with Elon Musk and Metatronics uh, group at MIT that I mentioned earlier, because those two... Um, that company and that research group are just like absolutely fascinating things. And it's, it really made me realize that I kind of want to be a part of that, you know? Yeah, was there anything uh, along the way uh, that your high school offered? Like, how far advanced was high school classes that, that could kind of give um, you a little insight to your 
probably like the highest level, I should say, you can get in high school before moving on to something like MIT. Do they have anything of your rally there? There are some high school books at my school that are dedicated to uh, working health fields, and that's mostly because we want to be doctors. Um, there's a robotics group at my school. Oh, okay. Uh, aside from that, not really too much. I mean, I took physics there, I took calculus, I took right. AP bio, so I've gotten, you know, some, some, um, coursework there that's been helpful, but I would say it's not really going to get started until college. Yeah. So, I mean, so you gained as much as you could here, and then now it's, it's the next step, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's super cool, uh, very unique and interesting, and it's not every day you meet anybody. Like I said, he even thinks about doing something like that. So that's that's super exciting. At such a young age. Are you a little nervous? Oh, of course I am. <laughs> of course I'm nervous because, you know, when you have these really big aspirations, it's always like, it's always that, you know, it's like, that, you know, it's like that, I actually do it. But, you know, I think if I actually keep doing the work and work on it every single day, I'm just And forge forward and always being positive that, you know, tomorrow's another day and Another day where I can learn more, study more, do more, and look well, look at all the technology that we have now. It started with people with an idea, and they went forward with that idea, and other people jumped onto that idea, and it just snowballs, and it's like a domino effect. And, you know, if you really work hard enough for something, eventually you're going to find an answer. Well, obviously the apple has not fallen too far from the tree, <laughs> as, as we could say. Uh, I, I would have to, uh, without a doubt, uh, if, give Dad a little thanks for inheriting uh, some of his uh, brain power and, and uh, yes. yeah, that's, that's kind of lots of homework. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> But you had a good role model, a very intelligent dad, very successful dad, and uh, I'm not shocked <laughs> that, that you're choosing to do this. That's super cool. Um, how how did you wind up um, getting involved? I mean, obviously, from an artistic aspect, how did you get involved in, in the school play? Was it something where you wanted to be in the play, or you just wanted to be on the outside making it work? So, um, it started in middle school, and I was mostly doing acting of that. But even then, I was kind of like, well, you know, I see people on the sidelines who are operating by like, And I got really interested in tech at that point. Um, then I went to my first high school, which didn't have a theater program. This was my first two years of high school. I didn't really do much of anything. I know. Very sad. I went to a yeah, Well, they do so many cuts now, you know, with budgets and stuff. And the, those kind of things are the first things to go. Well, and I went to uh, Brooks-Tomorrow, which is a, um, like a charter school, so we only had 600 students, very small, just okay. didn't really have the people or the resources mm-hmm. for it. Um, then I ended up transferring to Lady Lakes High School, which is, you know, up in Hustle County, and they have a robust theater program because they have these two wonderful teachers with science and design. Very, very passionate. So okay. it attracts like some of the best you know performers in the area for high school. Um, so it's getting to the point where people are starting to focus their energy on trying to get in there because oh, yeah. that program has now excelled and they're in the work getting out there. Exactly, exactly. Um, definitely one of the best in the county. And also things are coming back now because you guys weren't in school for the longest time. So these programs had to come to a halt. So now everything's coming back and everybody's getting very excited about you know, being part of the band, being part of this, being part of, you know, uh, sports, being part of drama, 
you know, so all of that is very interesting for you kids that, you know, you're finally back to living a normal life, you know, going to school and doing things. So give us a give us a run through of the play that you got involved with. What was the name of the play, first of all? Um, well, I was the director of our play last year, and it was really successful. And that was kind of the first time I really got to be involved in the creative team. Uh, but then this year, we did a one-act play called The Actors Right Now. Um, and I was the stage manager, so that meant that I was in charge of writing rehearsals, you know, coordinating lights, sound, props, costume, makeup, all of those. I had to hire everybody for those positions. Um, but the biggest responsibility this season that your has is maintaining a draft what we call it. But basically, it's a copy of the script, and you go through it, and you write in standbys, which are called warnings, for all of your cues, any lighting change, any sound mm. change, any sound change, and then your goes, which are when you say, okay, go, do the cue, make the light change happen, make the sound change happen. Um, and then during the show, you have to call the show, so you'll be with your little prompt book, you're going through, and you're listening to the show, and when there's a happy on stage, you're having to say, standby lights, C, go light C, and just making sure that the show goes smoothly. Okay. And if you don't call your cue, that's, like, they're just going to be in the dark, so. <laughs> and everybody's going to be, like, <laughs> little mannequins knocking Whoops. over one another. <laughs> yeah. <Whoopsie. laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, this is not a laydown. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into this. Yes. Um, so for the last, like, because it's a one act, it's created pretty much specifically for competition. It's, um, oh, I mean, we okay. Did, we did, well, the play itself is written, just written. But we chose it as a one act to do for competition because they're shorter, they're, um, and they have a time limit for us. It's 40 minutes. Okay. So we've been rehearsing for about a month and a half, three days a week, the day, and then the last two weeks, it's been every day. Um, uh, that's right a lot of time. Yes. You're giving a lot of time. Giving a lot of time of, you know, up to make sure that it's the best it can be. And we worked really, really hard. We had a competition yesterday. Um, that one play was going to be selected from the at our state competition, which is in March, during spring break. Okay. And um, our play was not selected, which uh, was, was a pretty big thing for me because, you know, we put in a lot of work. And I almost uh, not arrogant, but I'm kind of used to being successful with things. Right. And a lot of work and, and apple and tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we could always take it back to Jersey Moose and Rocco. If you would have just called me, I could have called Moose and Rocco, and we could have had things worked out and offered the camera. But it's it's something like I understand where you're coming from, and in you know you're very very young so in life a lot of times there are going to be disappointments and you have to learn to not so much accept the disappointments but understand them understand them understand well you know what did what could we have done that to make this better or you know do more was was it the judges was it us is it just fate whatever but it's a good life lesson you know, and it humbles people, you know, and for young girl, you're going to be humbled, but it's going to give you the push to move on, to do better, to do more, to excel in what you have to do and and be proud of yourself. Be proud of everything that you did to bring it to that point because you felt that you did the best job that you could possibly do. And that's all you, anybody can ever ask of a person. 
do the best that you can do for yourself and be proud of yourself. And I think it should be. And I think, and, and I bet it probably was a great play, too. I think our play was very good. I, I, I will say that the other play that was chosen was absolutely excellent. Okay. Okay, well, you're being honest. You're being honest. So that that's, you know. Are you going to get, now, is, is, I mean, obviously you're, you're, Completely focused on MIT. That's that's the priority. Now, does MIT have any type of theater? Well, it's funny you should ask. We actually major in drama theater at MIT. At MIT. Can you really? Yeah. I never knew that. No. I never knew that. Because actors are not typically rocket scientists. <laughs> really, that's true. <laughs> so that's cool. I'm not planning to, of course, but um, uh, at MIT, basically, you have your majors. Um, you have your minors, which I'm thinking I'm going to major in biomedical engineering, but you also have to have what they call a humanities concentration. Mm-hmm. Like one sort of humanities subject and take um, a bunch of classes in it. I think it's like eight classes. Okay. So I think I'll do my humanities concentration and do it. It's really like it. So. Yeah. And you have experience in it. And you love it. Obviously, you love it because your your face just lit up when you were talking about it, you know. And it's lighting up right now, too. So just keep in touch with me. We'll collaborate on some ideas. They don't have to know I'm not a student there. Yeah, I won't say anything. Unless you're creative consultant. Well, you've been to MIT and you've talked to the people at MIT? Okay. Absolutely gorgeous campus. So, so lovely. Where exactly is it? It's in Boston, correct? Well, technically it's in Cambridge. Oh, Cambridge. It's on the okay. other side of the river. But, right. I mean, there's, it's the only thing that separates those cities is a river and a bridge. It's, right. It's, it feels, you don't feel like And Boston is so much fun. Yeah, but did you, if really, you ever did you pick this because of Tom Brady? Like hoping he'd come back to New England, or is it really about the studies? Or yeah, did you pick it when he was in New England? I have a, I have a feeling that she may have a little break. No comment. No comment. No comment. Well, we happen to see how she's adorned today because, because she's she going is. to the game to see Tom, who is free by the way now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No more Giselle. So and there you're you go. Free. And yeah. <laughs> Older man, you it's okay. Back to Cambridge, that area. Yeah. I don't know what Dad would think about that, but Dad that's would okay. Not be happy, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was going to pick like a forty-five-year-old guy to go out with, like if that was yeah. the given, I think Tom Brady would be. He'd be on your. He I'll would be. He him. would be the yeah. one. He I, would I think, definitely. I think if Dad thought I'd come, like, oh, I feel like I should be more bad. No, Dad would be like, hey, as long as he's going to have seven season tickets. Exactly. <laughs> date him, date him, marry him. I don't care. Whatever, you'll be set for life. <laughs> exactly. So what's next on your uh, agenda as far as uh, you, you have, obviously, the word's going to be coming shortly. Um, I feel good about it. Yes. I do, too. Yes, um, I'm going to put all those positive vibes out into the universe. She wins at the Hard Rock every time she comes. <laughs> so just rub her shoulder or something, and you're good. I'm manifesting it. Yes. I just, you know, read the secret. You put it out into the universe. you got to put those positive vibes out there. What would be the game plan post? Um, well, after I get in, you know, just finish strong with high school, get moved up there, the MIT, start working as hard as I can. See if I can do some of their undergraduate research because they have really great opportunities for right. undergraduate students to do research. Um, and then 
grad school at Johns Hopkins. It's so okay. Oh, wait. We didn't know about that. Grad school, you're going to Johns Hopkins. Well, hopefully. You know, we're okay. talking. Yeah, she's like, going to do it. You know what? She's going to do it. We're talking five years ahead of this. Yeah, but you know what? You're going to do it. We already know, and the audience already knows, right, audience? We already know that oh, Brit is going to be uh, this uh, in in. Oh my God! Insane person that does all of these things, and five years from now we're going to have her back on the show, and she's going to be telling us how. We you get know? an update of what's going on. Yeah, I think I like that better. Yes, I'm sure Dad because will by then agree to that. Maybe so far ahead that one of us banana yeah. heads might need her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we could call Bethany and say, Bethany, listen, I got attacked by a shark. I don't have a left arm at the moment. Help. Do something for me. That? <laughs> That's why I have them right now. You just want the connection. I didn't. Have Have you been to Elon Musk's company? I hear he's a lunatic, but you know, he's he's a personality for sure. Yeah, he is a personality for sure. Um, I have not been there yet. Okay, but you know, I read a lot about the stuff that you do online. I read the people who put out and all of that. So, he's in the Texas. Yeah, he's in Austin. So, at what point will you start, like, trying to maneuver yourself into a position where, you know, make friends or start talking to people or, you know? I would say she's trying to do that, right? Have you, you know? I mean, I I do work to try to make connections with people, especially if successful in the future. Right. I don't want to, like, name drop and be like, yeah, I'm not a friend with people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. You, we, we don't need to know any names. Are you on LinkedIn? Uh, no. Okay. No, I'll, I'll probably, I don't, I've never worked, so I'll probably be on LinkedIn. Yeah, but they, okay. they, I'm positive that they have MIT like forums and, and uh, avenues for students to communicate. And I'm sure all those type of companies send people in there to be looking at students oh, all the time. of course. And I'm course. sure your professors, knowing what your ambitions are, are going to, like, sure. really try and, and put you in the right frame of, or right, the right lane to be getting noticed in this company. But, you know, your goals are so specific, and I really think you're going to meet those goals. I, I have a lot of positive thoughts that those goals are going to be met by you, Brittany. She's got you. We're going to start burning incest. <laughs> incense. Incense. No, incense. Incense. Take that cut. Cut. <laughs> We'll have incense, and we'll have your dad play the flute. Yeah. Get some, like, jacked-up Indian music going. Get some yes, herbal exactly. stuff. And we'll just, like, mm. Start we'll having, like, brochures for Neuralink in the room. You know? <laughs> Floating around. <laughs> it's working. It's working. That's cool. Are, have you, like, would you go as far as to um, even maybe reach out? Like, not, not put the car before the horse, but let's say... Everything is going in the direction that you're hoping it to go, which it will. Um, and you're at that point, and you get going, and then I see you start getting self-situated. Would you uh, reach out to maybe try and get some dialogue going with Elon's company, and maybe start to sure once I meet some people. It's you know they could they could go, hey man, I found this girl when she was at MIT. Look at her now. You know she right. contacted us early on. She really wants to do this. It can't. Can't hurt to reach out and, and get some dialogue. Hey, keep my name on your bucket list of Of course, one hundred, especially you know when we're in college, a little maybe like a year, college right. senior, college right. senior, and then 
you know, when I have a little bit more of a track listing behind me with the actress, right. I'm somebody worth talking to. You have the stats. Sure, so yeah. We'll put it that way, stats. Okay. You know, and, and they're going to look at them and say, this is somebody that's a good mentor. Well, ironic is that, that someone this intelligent said something that intelligent. But I also want to touch on something else. You, and I'm not going to say this right because I'm, I, I don't want to, uh, or you're in charge of a Masonic um, yes. Yes. organization. So that is the International Order of the Rainbow for Girls. It's a Masonic um, organization for girls age 10 and 21. And I am the Cranbrook Associate Advisor, which that basically translates to like the Vice President of the Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> and how long have you been working towards that? Well, um, I got initiated when I was 11. That's when I first joined. Okay. Um, I was just kind of a normal member for three years. I had a couple of offices in my local assembly, but that was easy. And then I started running for grand offices when I was 14. Um, I was a grand representative first, which basically means just talking to other jurisdictions. Um, so like, I was representative from Louisiana, Maryland, and New York. Um, and then I, That's impressive. Thank you. And then I was, um, I had two other grand offices, which were Grand Choir Director and Grand Fidelity, which are, you know, this, uh, Grand Choir Director is being a part of the choir, Grand Fidelity, which is a lecture called for initiation. Um, and then there's other responsibilities that grand offices have. Okay. That I'm talking about, you know, for our initiation service for Grand Assembly. Um, and then right now, uh, I'm the Grand Rodeo Associate Advisor, which means I'm basically um, second in the state after our Grand Rodeo Advisor, which is Abigail Valle. She's a wonderful girl. Um, but I uh, I help manage the grand officers. I'm on a lot of the subcommittees, like I'm on the fundraising committee. Um, I'm a member of our Junior Grand Executive Board, which is a staff leadership council, which is basically helping teach younger girls how to be successful in the organization. And, um, Can I just point something out? She, you haven't even done anything yet, and already you have a 59-page resume. I know, really. I mean, like, you are so impressive. I am so impressed right now. I'm blown away. I mean... You're not, you don't even have room for employment on there yet. Like, do you sleep at all? Like, really? You, I mean, like, really? Like, do you have any time to do any of that? I, I used to not sleep, um, and my dad didn't appreciate that. So yeah. I, now I sleep enough. Okay. Um, I, 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 you know what, sometimes people invite me to go to a party or something, and I have to say no, but, you know, I'm always thinking, is it, this short-term fun and gratification would be great, yeah. Right. But I always have to think, Bethany, for 10 years from now, be happy that I did this instead of studying or instead of doing this right. service project or whatever, so. And you don't want to get involved with something that had nothing to do with you, but you went to that party and somebody was a jerk. Yes. And all of a sudden, you're involved in something you had nothing to do. Exactly. You know, which could ruin your life. It, it's so it could. And you know, I, I I make time for fun. Don't get me wrong. I have right. a social life. I have friends and all that. But I always try to remember that ultimately, right now, I'm just investing in myself. Right. You know, trying to just work hard and have my future. You want to tell us about the the, the Mason aspect? Like, what what is it about the Mason uh, organization or setup that that, that drew you to it? Well, you know, I guess, first of all, it's just, it's a very, um, like, very proper organization, you know, we wear dresses, our hair has to look nice and everything, but I just felt like it was very nice to, um, 
one day a week, there's no my dad yet. Right. Me and my mom are still very close and everything, but still, it's just nice to have that aspect. Um, and then also, it's it's very, I guess, you, you know, you learn how to, you learn about, I don't want to say politics, uh, politics, but you kind of learn how to operate in this large structure that you're ultimately just kind of, that's the whole of it, how to move okay. forward yeah. in that structure. Okay. Um, also, you know, it's sort of like a network. You know, automatically, if I see another girl and I know she's a random girl, I immediately trust her more than I would any random stranger. You know, we call each other our sisters, and it's just, ultimately, you know, there's a lot to it, but I, I really do see it as kind of another networking opportunity, just to just meet other people. Yeah. And I know, I've, I mean, it's not like I haven't heard of the Mason organization. Like, it, it, it's... It's I've you. never really delved into it. Goes it. Back, I've never known anybody. It goes back so, so far. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. But it there's does. so many. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, you, if you, you know, and I know very little about it, but I have right. at least learned something. But it is pretty vast. And you can go on, uh, you know, there's a lot of documentaries on it that I've watched that are super But you are so focused and yeah. so, well, you're so far ahead of yourself. And. You're very structured. You're extremely structured. But yet, you have a great sense of humor, too. You have a great smile. You met her dad, and, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you're not this rigid type of person, you know? You, you just really, you're like a whole package. You're gonna, my head, ego is just. <laughs> no, but really. No, I mean, like, when I first talked to your dad and he sort of gave me a little bit of a, a, an idea of what you were doing, I was like, I gotta have your daughter on the show. And then I saw you that day and asked you. And I've been so excited to really have you on the show and hear all of this and know, besides, you know, I mean, there's so much more that your dad didn't even talk about. But I'm so blown away, and I just, I think you're an incredible person, and I really would love to just watch your progress as you go along. And yes, I'd love to have you on, like, once a year, and we'll just, we'll, we'll just keep track of what you're doing, and, and how far you've gone, and, and what you're delving into. And, 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 and speak to everybody, and plug everything that you yes. direct them towards, whether it's yes. social media, whether it's just an organization you want to talk about. Right. Right. If you if you have a specific email for your position in the Masons, tell everybody what it is. Let them you know go on for themselves and take a look at it. If there's something with school or um, MIT or something, let the people know. Let let the audience know. All right. Well, if you have a daughter between the ages of eleven and twenty, you should check out our website, which is f l i o f l i o r g at so flyorg.org, it stands for uh, Florida International Labor Um, You know, we're always really looking for the members and figure out what assembly is closest to you. And I think it's a wonderful organization. It's really taught me a lot about how to kind of have social presence, how to speak publicly, and just how to be the best person I can be. And that's even completely setting aside all the service projects and fundraising we do, which is also amazing. We're raising money right now for our Camp Boggy Creek, which is a um, a camp near Orlando, Florida, for children that have terminal illnesses or just chronic. So everything from cancer to heart problems to diabetes, um, those kinds of kids, they go there and they just have kind of like a normal summer camp experience. All of the medical equipment wow. is hidden. 
Very nice. Um, Very and it's nice. Just, it's really great for those kids. Yeah, so those those are the two big good. things. If you want to you know, donate, that would be amazing. And if you want to have a girl join, that would be amazing. <laughs> I am so excited. Brittany, I'm so excited that you're on the show today. It's really Bethany. Bethany, I'm sorry. Thank you for letting me plug, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. no, that's absolutely very important, too, that, you know, besides people knowing you, knowing what you're involved in, and you want to give the people that you're dealing with a chance for other people to know them, to investigate them, to be a part of them if they want to. And donations is something I think is very important in this world get forward and um especially if, if they're if they're very lucky people if they've been very lucky in this life and you know they should pay forward and you know we always appreciate anybody who does give anything to any organization. There's so many good organizations out there. So I really appreciate you being on our show today. And I'm sure everybody in the audience is really gonna enjoy this episode. And, uh, again, we are funnyminds.com. Go on our website, take a look. If you have any questions, there's a contact me. Uh, if, you, if there's any, um, anything you'd like to tell us or you have some suggestions, we'd be glad to hear. Also, we have two organizations that are very dear to us, and that's St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Breast Cancer. You can go on funnyminds.com. There's a little button that you can make a donation. We also have a store. You can go in the store, buy some silly things that have our logo on it. It's our logo. And uh, again, we thank. We gotta get. Thing. We gotta get. I heart Bethany shirts. <laughs> I want to be walking yeah. down the street and just see them everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. and go to the stadium. Funny minds. <laughs> I, I heart Bethany. Bethany. <laughs> just a. <laughs> That's so cute. Again, thank you, and I'm so glad to have had you on here, and I thank the audience for watching us and being a part of us. And until our next episode, everybody, we love you, and bye-bye.